Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Uncolonized. I'm Gavin Stevens. I'm trying to talk slower because my wife said I talk too fast in these intros. Anyway, this week uh, we welcome Sam Norton. He's a comedian, tours all over North America. We, uh, we welcomed him to the show to talk about white fragility, white people's reactions towards the whole uh, BLM protests that are going on, growing around globally. Uh, he's a white dude. He's American, so we wanted to pick his brain on that. Uh, so without further ado, uh, sorry, I forgot to plug. We do an after-party show on our Patreon. It's $5 a month. You can get the after-party show. It's a whole different episode. It's an hour. Uh, this week, we are talking about, I, I just think it's kind of a free-for-all this week, but we, I think we're also talking about Dave Chappelle's uh, 8, 8.46 special that he dropped on Friday. You can get that at patreon.com forward slash the uncolonized. Okay, without further ado, here we go. Be Black, myself, and Sam Norton talking to to each other. Welcome to Uncolonized Podcast. I'm Gavin Stevens. Each week, I'm joined by my friend B. Black to have a conversation about race, politics, pop culture, all from a Canadian perspective. It's a cathartic, no-holds-barred conversation between two friends. It's like being in the barbershop, but we can't cut hair. All right, uh, so we had to re-record this. Mm. Sorry, everyone. Mm. You missed, You missed. like, basically... Uh-huh. Uh, Sam shot himself at the end of that episode, <laughs> uh, the original recording, but we had to, you know, shit fucks up. So, yeah, so so we're here again with Sam Norton, comedian, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, and also uh, we've worked together, but never, we've never done, we never toured together, but we worked together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I, I wanted to pick your brain, B and I wanted to pick your brain about... Because uh, we could only speculate so much. Yes, about... The the need for white people during this time mm. 
to jump into the conversation, take over the conversation, and silence the conversation of, of black voices on social media. It's why I don't go on social media anymore. But I, I just, I'm just wondering if you've noticed that in, in what you thought of it. Yeah, so well, before we begin, uh, I know this got re- like recorded and we lost it, uh, but I, I want to say since uh, uh, we lost this, uh, thank you for both of you guys saying that I can say the N-word as much as I want. I'm not going to. I think that's, I think that's terrible, to be honest. I, 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 I like the sentiment. I think you guys are it's still weird that you wanted it in writing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a, a bit... Uh, laminated writing. What the I know. Fuck, I can't yeah. go to the barbershop with this after he said that. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> All right, okay, sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> also, because uh, you guys set this up to be like, I, I've listened to a few episodes uh, here and there throughout the years, and like, you guys set it up like, hey, we're just in the barbershop and shit, right? Like, that's yeah. kind of the vibe uh, and what's funny mm-hmm. is um i go out of my way like i cut my hair all the time but anytime i'm like you know what i want someone else to cut my hair i go out of my way to like go to a black barber shop mm-hmm. just to get into that space and watch everybody like basically the record scratch and be like what the <laughs> fuck is <laughs> and it was never better like in chicago it wasn't like as uh uh stark of a difference but uh when i moved up here uh i've like the closest one to me was like I think some like Jamaican barbershop I've been to a couple of times and like a lot of the guys are like speaking patois and yeah. shit like that uh-huh. and I just walk in I'm like hey I want my hair cut like, yeah, alright sit down I guess <laughs> and you know it, it, it turns it's it's always a fun time because barbershops are always fucking fun Word up. but it's it was just funny to watch them be like uh, are you, you, you want to come here alright <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I've always, I, I, I always go to Black Barber. I, I've done, I don't even know what we're talking about, Black Barbers, but I, I've done Palestinian. I've done white for a bit, like the white hipster barber. And I just go for my beard now because I got no hair. Gotcha. Yeah, I did for a bit. And then I went back to a Black Barber, this Jamaican guy who barely talks to me. He's, he, he's awesome, though. He's amazing. I give him, give him a great tip. He's, he's good at what he does. I like that he doesn't talk to Like, he just, he's, oh. you know, he's just an older dude. Right, 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 right. And, he, and I sweat a lot in his chair, and he says, I'm leaking. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican sweat. That's leaking. You're leaking. That's it's Gavin's new wet dream. It's just yeah. two old men not talking to each other. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, he just plays movies on a TV, and I'm like, all right, cool, I can do this. That's amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So, uh, white people wanting to get into the conversation. All lives matter. Uh, yeah. I. I <laughs> listen. All lives do matter, guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I want. I do, I do. I wonder if another part of it is like when you're part of the superior power structure yeah and you've never had someone be an authority over you Mm. that you start reacting like right away like the you start like sorry i gotta get my thought together because i'm a fucking moron okay you start whenever someone goes uh like you can't say that because this kind of goes into like cancel culture and shit like that where are you guys still there yeah Yeah. you yeah Okay, sorry. This kind of goes into like cancel culture a little bit with uh, the the knee jerk reaction for especially like white dudes to be like, "What the fuck? You're taking away my freedom of speech." Yeah. I think I think on a guttural level, people 
see the way that uh, someone is being treated in our society, like black people, right? You mm. see the way that they're treated in a uh, like dominated aspect. So when like white guys got a little bit of sense of that, especially during these protests of like, shut the fuck up, it's not your turn to talk, mm. or just simply, hey, black lives matter, they go, oh, someone's taking away my freedom, right? I don't yeah. know if they, it's intellectualized, but it's like guttural. And so that's where it's like, well, I got to reassert, I got to reassert my dominance mm. to like, to, to keep my freedom when really they're saying, whether they know it or not, to keep my uh, status. Status, okay. He, yeah, so yeah, you feel that that basically like, uh, like white people are just, their fragility to the whole situation is like they see, they can't not separate themselves from what black people are protesting currently in the moment. They can't. They need to have, they need to, they need to be in this. They need to focus this thing on themselves. Mm. Well, and I, mm. yeah, yeah. And I, I, to go even deeper into the psyche, I believe, and I only say this because when I was younger, I kind of had a sense of this too. Mm. And it's maybe a capitalist thing or something. It, it really is just the win, the winning and loser structure mm-hmm. where it's like, if you're not winning, you're losing. Right. Yeah. Where it's like a zero sum game. So it's like, if if black lives matter, then that means that white lives don't matter, ah. which means I'm a loser. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, pardon the pun, it's, a, it's black and white. And that, huh. and I think that's probably the deepest darkest part not darkest like evil but like deepest darkest abscesses of the subconscious at least in the american idea is that it's a winner lose game when really it's not so that's why you have so many quite frankly just the kindest people in the world just black people sitting there explaining time and time again this is not what this means we're like using bible verses that mm. like a lot of people don't even fucking believe in the bible a lot anymore mm. and i'm christian and i know i hear people go like i don't believe in this shit i'm just trying to communicate a point mm. like time and time again trying to communicate after ha- fucking what 300 years of hey i'm just a person can i be treated exactly like you Preach. and yet it's a win and lose cycle mm. well i mean i mean what you're saying makes so much sense because whiteness only exists in opposition of everyone else it's an in-group yeah. And everyone else is an outgroup. So you have to define yourself. If you define yourself by whiteness, if you define yourself by your race, like your your success, your your confidence, everything comes out of I'm I'm a white person. Mm-hmm. Or any race. But if you if that's who you are as a white person, it's for, foremost you're a white person, that's how you see yourself, then you're going to see yourself being attacked in this like you said, in the same moment. You're you uh black lives matter well what about me all lives matter mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the slightest shit is going to be like well what the because again you haven't dealt with real oppression i mean mm-hmm. on a race level so you're going to be like and the slightest shit is going to be like i need to silence it mm. the uh, and to let you guys even further into like a white psyche uh this is shit i'm guilty of doing in the past uh my wife called me and <laughs> It ended up, now she just roasts me anytime I bring up my Irish heritage, but uh, the, uh, the, the, the winner and loser aspect thing, yeah. the, only ever, the only time you ever really see white people not identify as white is when the like, oppression Olympics kicks yep. up. Fuck. Then, then white people start having different identities because you'll hear Italians go like, "Hey, we're Italians. We had to face oppression." And I did this of like, "Hey, the Irish were indentured servants." Like, uh-huh. 
And then you have to realize, like, what the fuck am I doing? No, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't the, face shit. I had a dude tell me this. This is one of the white dudes that I we all know who was on my Facebook wall because it was about Antifa. And I find it weird when white people say, I don't like Antifa. And it's like, hey, you might not like their actions, but to say that you're, you don't like anti-fascism is weird to me. That's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I find that scary. And I didn't mean like I'm scared of you. I, I don't know I have to clarify this, but I just meant like, I gotta stay away from you. So he was going on about how I, it's, it got into obviously slavery, and I don't know how this happened. But he basically, oh, I this I quoted a, a comedian from the states who said, uh, "What's going on in the protests?" And these white people who are commenting, it's basically that white people are mad at their old property is destroying their new property, oh. and then he was. <laughs> And, and then he, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's so funny. It is. And then he oh, he, he, he went on and he's like, I didn't own slaves. And you need to learn about slaves. And he started lecturing me on slaves. Oh, oh, I need to learn. Because wow. Irish people were slaves. Lake. And yeah. He's like, whites were more, there were more white slaves and not all white people owned slaves. And it's like, well, okay, first of all, Jesus. your more white slave stuff is not true. It's a white supremacist talking point. Mm. Uh, white slaves it wasn't a thing indentured slaves you could work off to your freedom and secondly Mm -hmm. this didn't continue whether it's all white people that own slaves or not it didn't continue you're talking about chattel slavery and you're talking about something that's continued for 400 years we're in this the police are a direct connection to slave plantation owners Mm -hmm. this police system was created out of the people who went out and captured slaves and here we are at this point, and we still have these people doing this stuff. And it's like we're still in this – to sit here and go like, – like you said, to sit here and go, well, well, I'm Irish. It's like, okay, but at some point, you didn't have to deal with Irish shit. <laughs> at some point, you're fine. Well, you could, even, you could even dumb it down to what I was thinking of like if this dude's Irish and he's going like, well, we've had to deal with oppression. It's like, yeah, but right now we're talking about police brutality right. and uh, <laughs> the Irish are the police. <laughs> like that's our stereotype. It's just like <laughs> Sheriff, exactly. Sheriff O'Shaughnessy <laughs> with the paddy wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Just that, that's every that's every like night like silent film. It's just some Holy fat shit. alcoholic Irishman yeah. twirling it, a baton. It's a Simpsons going, joke at this point. That's so funny. Yeah. I was thinking of Warriors, but that's a different um, TV show. Warriors. No one's seen the Warriors. Anyways, the, the movie, cop, uh, TV show, but uh, it's like I don't know how to compare it. Uh, fuck it. Anyways, it's uh, a lot of kung fu in that shit. And um, I've never Francisco. seen this show. Uh, no one's seen anyway, but the cops are Irish. That's my point. That's the that's the only thing. We, we were on such a we were on such a roll, and then fucking that's black just s- throws in a giant sandbag. It's Conversation like, speed yeah, up. Yeah. Just yeah, like I, how do I slow this the fuck down? What is, is there a flood of fun and comedy? And Let me damn this up. Here's a show with like twenty four people watching it. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen Warriors? The fuck? Hey. <laughs> Shame on y'all, man. I think I think I think Black might be better to answer this question of why do people need to feel like they need to chime in? Hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what, Black? It's I'm very sorry. white I, of you. I, you know what I, I mean? I, I'm just like this, this, this. I, I also, getting into these conversations about like you know slave, like especially during this time when mm-hmm. people are protesting a, a man that was murdered, and and, and all bl- black people being murdered by the police and treated like being, and yeah. not just being murdered by the police. This is just part of it, but it's part like to chime in to be like, well, actually, and, I mean, I think of that meme actually, and it just yeah. <laughs> like, do, do you, is this the right time? Like, do you have no like? 
th- I say this all the time, and I mean this with no malice, but I feel like whiteness is like there's a sociopath, mm. a, a sociopathy to it. Like it's, it's like there's a narcissism to whiteness because it's it's like the world revolves around your perspective and your worldview. And, mm-hmm. and 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 there's like the need to ju- like to jump in like imagine like m- my cousin lives in the states and he has he's had these people who are his friends throwing Candace Owens uh, videos of her you know shitting on black people and it's like Jeez. is this the time to do this like imagine mm-hmm. if if someone's it, someone's relative died of cancer right. and the person's mourning, would you jump in and be like, well, actually, you know, type of cancer doesn't really, blah, blah, blah. like, yeah. is it necessary, like, even on that level, Yeah, Can we get there's like the a page? lack of fucking empathy. Yeah. It's well, psychotic. That, Agreed. That's what I was saying. I don't know if this was on the last recording or on this one, but the, that was, that was the exact point I was making with the, if you're, if your world doesn't have any uh, outside views and you're not, frankly, forced to develop empathy, then, mm. like, like if, if you're some white dude in the middle of, uh, I don't know, I won't, I won't even go. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Go stereotypical. If you're some white dude in the middle of uh, Montana, right? Just fucking. You can do New York City, thing. man. You can do New York City. Fine, New York City too. Yeah, you can do. I it think like... it's harder to do it there, but yeah, you can do it anywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if if you're white in New York City, you, it's sorry to cut you off, but you generally your your income is actually pretty good. It's the, based on the stats, right? Like, right. you live in Manhattan or whatever, you're, you're doing sure. okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so we'll, yeah. whatever. Uh, so if you're if you're white and you just have your own little white world and you don't, uh, y- you know, you don't you don't experience anything out of it, then you just assume that everybody else is having a 
similar i'm not saying the exact same but a similar like experience and then everybody's just complaining there was this uh this is kind of related uh but i saw a few years ago there was this graph of what people think the economy looks like versus what it actually is yeah and what everybody thought it was was like this kind of curve that's like ticked up at the end of like you know the top one percent had maybe a hundred times more than the next whatever and it it looked like a graph that you would think is like fairly uneven but still fair but then it showed the reality and instead of the one percent having a hundred times more it was like literally a million times more than everybody else. It was like a flat line that went to a vertical line. And so I, I think that uh, just that economic graph also is can be related to uh, racism, sexism, anything, where it's like, ah, it's not as bad because I'm not experiencing it, right? Mm. That narcissism, but also just a worldview of like, well, I don't see it. Because, fuck, I mean... I kind of want to ask you guys is this perspective isn't uh isn't that in some way a black perspective when you're the only fucking black person around you make a hundred thousand dollars you're in a white neighborhood everybody's nice to you you probably still experience racism Mm. but maybe you don't experiencing it to the level of like real systematic awfulness you ever talk to those black people that's they're always taking the side of white people and you're like what the fuck i find that in small towns well, that's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah because yeah. Their, their small worldview is that, yeah. and they go, well, I don't experience it. It's, I know uh, the Sheriff O'Shaughnessy. It, it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the special one. They think they're the special one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go the ahead, good Pete. ones, yeah. Yeah. I thought, oh, I thought no, you were no, going to no, say. No, 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 no. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's that, 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 that yeah. It's, it, it's, this is why I push back on Jordan Peterson for, for the most part because he's so against postmodernism. But I'm like, even what you're saying is all postmodernism. It's like the idea that we all have different perspectives. We all look at the world. We come to it in different ways. It's like, yes, that's – but Jordan, like Jordan Peterson, again, is for – I don't know why I'm bringing up Jordan Peterson. He's in a coma. Who gives a fuck? He's is, uh, is hierarchies and this is the way things are. And, you know, naturally you're on the bottom because you don't know how to play the game properly. Well, yeah, that's that whole winners right. and losers aspect yeah. that's completely yeah. venomized, uh, poisons everybody's psyche. And, you know, that's that's a deeper aspect. But, like, I, yeah, the, the idea of white people right now not learning to just let others have a voice, that, like, almost anti-improv shit of uh, no but... <laughs> is, is no infuriating <laughs> and and what we talked about before is like and it, like conservatives they they give you all the red flags right you yeah. see it coming and but like live i i get so i get so frustrated with people who claim to be liberal mm. uh in this aspect to where it's like okay then it, it, you know what I didn't say this last time, but this is just a very personal thing. I get frustrated with especially white liberals who won't admit they're racist, won't admit that they're part of the problem or part of the system, won't shut up and listen, do all of this shit, because they're the fucking reason that I have my little bitty stereotype, because I I look like a fucking skinhead with a goatee and Doc Martens. (laughs) Like, they're the reason that fucking I've got to... I've got to really try hard for black and brown people to like just trust me <laughs> on a level. Like I, I've got to go way out of my way to be super honest and sometimes like 
risk being just a dickhead just yeah. to be like, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth no matter what. Like, I have to do that because so many people are shady, fucking opportunistic assholes on the being, like, white liberals that it's like, it's it's very frustrating of like if you guys were all honest mm. we could move past this and just treat each other as individuals but you're so, like well I, like, it, on, honestly it, it starts at like okay well, I look at all of this like uh, like it's ba- self discovery it's basically like uh, like just like mental health like racism is like like yeah. what you're saying it, the whole idea of like okay well you live in a white supremacist society you are a victim of this too and you're thinking you're going to naturally have racist thinking. There is no way you can't be. Right. Yeah. It, it's not a, It's not binary is good and bad. Like, this is the problem is this fucking puritanical binary horseshit where it's like, well, if I'm racist, that means I'm bad because racism right. is bad. It's like, well, no, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Right. You live in a system that is like, you cannot get, like, just fucking recognize the system. That's it. That's the hey. beginning. That's the start. Just realize that you live in this. I, hey, I'm convinced if I was white... Uh, I would be racist. I just don't know if I'd be the white power racist or whether I'd be the I don't see race racist. You'd probably be I don't see racism racist. You think that one there? Mm-hmm. I'm giving myself, you know, but I mean, I do have that I, hatred I, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure the you'd say like I, I was watching I was watching Farrakhan on Donahue, which is like that's an old that's an old Jesus. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to see what white people said back then. They were fucking off the <laughs> hook, racist, <laughs> off the hook. This and the Farrakhan just got a sm- pardon. In the world, I said this is the oldest podcast in the world with Donahue and. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's hosted by two forty or forty somethings. Uh, of course, no, you guys you guys are fucking eighty. <laughs> we barely know how to podcast. It's like, I, what the fuck? Hey, I just realized someone is out there Googling Donahue right now. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. And, and like, so Farrakhan's like, he says this stuff and it makes, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. It's like, and then the, he answers all the questions. And then the white people, it's always white women. They're so angry every uh-huh. time. They're like, we've done so much for you people. We keep giving you people. Mm. And, and, but like, it's, we look at it now and we go, Hey, that's fucking racist. But back then, that's what a white woman said on television. <laughs> that's just what she said. We gave you fr- uh, this and we gave you that, and you, and you guys don't fucking appreciate it. <laughs> and it's like, Bible. oh, do you own us? <laughs> uh, to, uh, I what I'm about to say is sexist, but I'm mm. not gonna deny that I don't feel this in my gut. Yeah, uh, uh, just real quick, real quick a- just real quick. The comments about to be, to be about to be expressed by Sam Norton is not a reflection <laughs> of Uncolonized Podcast. All right, <laughs> keep going. All right. Well, it, this is just as a white guy living in my own little white world, and especially just comedy world too. Of like, I cannot, and I feel it coming. It happened right after that lady was like, I'm going to call the cops on you, you black man. Amy yeah. Cooper. Well, she's strangling. Which one, though? <laughs> well, like, you the latest one, all down. of them. That's you know Amy Cooper, I mean. yeah. yeah. Uh, I I cannot wait. And I, I fucking tweeted this out so many years ago, but I'm like, I feel, I, I see it retreating. Like, the, the beach is retreating, and I cannot wait till this wave comes and washes over white women, because they've gotten away oh, with fuck. being a woman, like, oh, we're oppressed. And right. it's like, yeah, but you're also white, and you're saying some fucked up shit, oh, so it, I'm going to be tell you something, man. wait for it to hurt you. White uh-huh. women were complacent in slavery just like white men. They all benefit oh, from that shit. Oh, white I women know. are happy with their fucking position. Mm-hmm. But they don't act. There's not that. I'm not gonna say every. But I, I'm. You know. You know. How I'm a lot. No. About. I, I know what you're talking about. There's, there, there's, yeah. there's that white feminism. Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. White feminism. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That white feminism. That horseshit where they're like the turfs and the fucking 
and in the, the the you know the what's her name from girls all those type of people fucking yeah, yeah, Schumer, yeah, yeah. all that shit mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah they're horrible <laughs> i don't give a fuck if you think i'm sexist that's not sexist that is like they are horrible they are hey. the first to put themselves up and say hey you, hey everyone we need to support me once i get mine go fuck yourselves hey i, I have a theory of like you know no organization no uh, no groups of human being can be and i'm not gassing anyone here but can be successful unless you have women involved and then uh like as soon like that's why the men's right movement doesn't have a future Anyways, so uh, as soon as you got women joining the organization, like 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 they did for the Black Panthers, that's when your organization has life. And white well, my argument is black women. My no, no, no. I would condemn that with black women. No, what what I'm saying is, because uh, uh, I'm looking at this picture, there's an article in Teen Vogue uh, right now about how women have always been part of white supremacy, and uh, there's an article about how. Like, they kept shit organized for the Ku Klux Klan, you know. They, they, yeah, they absolutely. Just, you know, uh, handled the accountant and all, everything like that. Basically, they sustained the organization. So, yeah, uh-huh. uh, white women played their part in white supremacy. I see what you're too. saying. I see what it's saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they're, they're the backbone. They're part of it, man. They, 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 they benefit from it, too. They don't, yeah. yeah. If it was just a yeah. bunch of dudes, we'd probably have hope right now. <laughs> but like, but no. even the Klan, like, like going back to slavery and the Klan is like, yeah, it's obvious. But when you're talking about like liberal white feminism, like the the, the Amy Schumers and the and Lena Dunham's, and you see the casual racism that they throw out, or the or the, like like look at Le- a perfect example, Lena Dunham when uh, when yeah. she was on the Me Too movement and Believe All Women, blah blah blah, and when her friend sexually assaulted a black woman that she knew. It was. She was. I don't know if this is this is true. I don't know if we should believe this shit. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's that, that's white you feminism. Go, you can even go less than that. Whenever she was sitting at the table with uh, what's his nuts, um, the the football player. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't watch football. Yeah, yeah, I'm a baseball guy. But like, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. She yeah. was sitting there, and he's like, "Why? Why didn't you want to talk to me? What the yeah. fuck?" And like, made it completely made him, sexualized them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rock this back to the original thing of why does everybody need to chip in and do this? I and I I said this before is like that that type of thing I see more as a as a liberal issue of the all lives matter or not even necessarily saying that, but the chiming in. Yeah. Like anybody asked your fucking opinion. Uh, I think again, I see that more as a not progressive liberal, but just like a yeah, maybe it is a progressive because Lena Dunham counts herself as progressive, but it, I I find that more of a liberal thing of like no 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 because I don't have malicious intent, I'm not part of the problem. So then they say this fucked up stuff mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. any recognition. If you're if you're super fucking racist, mm-hmm. you've at least thought about it structurally if you're yeah if you're if you're a liberal you don't want to do that self-reflection right because you want to you want to think that you're not part of the problem well that's a hard that's a hard realization to think about i say this all the time whenever you see these women that you know like on camera you know they're not the brightest because they're on camera or they're most (laughs) self-aware or they're in the moment and they're not thinking but even when they're not thinking they understand how structural racism works they know they can call the cops Oh, like Amy yep. Cooper did. They know how that works. They understand that on a fucking instinctual level. They understand that I can call the cops and it's going to stop you from doing whatever you're making me feel. Mm. They understand and, it. 
and they can couch it at least at least that type of white woman. I mean, I kind of want to steer away from this, and I don't want to be too fucking sexist. But no, no, no. <laughs> oh, we'll get back I, to you, white men. Don't worry. Okay, but to to piggyback on that though, like, and they the the more insidious uh, that Cooper chick. What was more insidious to me was less that she knew the structure the structure of racism, and more that she knew the. Str- structure like the kind of lily pad thing i was talking about that mm-hmm. she could couch her racism on a lily pad of feminism yeah. meaning she could say i like, felt threatened oh i was i was scared of this man yeah. not this black man yeah. even yeah. though her call was like there was a black guy she was playing the race card but she could then yeah. like if she wasn't being recorded she could go back and be like no no, no i was scared of a man because a man well, i mean the, and it's like ah, you wow. don't even want to go back to the record you can see on the video she starts crying she starts mm-hmm. sounding panicky. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying how she says it to the cops, going like, a black guy! Like, it's uh, very apparent that she's invoking race in that. Well, if there uh, wasn't a video... But even she, even like, even like her like going, I'm being attacked, is, is she's doing that. She's evoking oh, race. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. From, we can see it, but yes. I, I, yeah, to, to get off white women, uh, I, I mean that, no pun intended. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but like, yeah, I... I I, I think whiteness is 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 um, it, it understands how the system works and just wants to. Anytime the, the ones that the, the frustrate me are, or, or, or I, what confuse me are the ones that need to jump in when no one white men who think they know everything is like the like I don't know how many times a white man has just randomly tried to make me feel like a fucking moron or a child with their mm-hmm. fucking. My my wife sent me, and it happens all the time. And it, it, there's like there's stuff coming out with like black people, black cyclists, and black people in nature. My wife sent me this thing about black people at dog parks, and it's these stories about how white people like fucking are just so racist. And I'm like, like ninety percent of the stories, I, 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 it's happened to me where they need to come up to you and tell you what you're doing is wrong, or but and you're like. Who the I don't fuck mean to laugh, they? but that's that's kind of ironically funny to me that you're like, yeah, I I'm reading my le- is this me? Is yeah, this what I'm about? yeah, I know it. I'm like, oh, I don't have to finish this. I know how it ends. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I've seen oh, this shit, movie. That was me. That's my yeah, dog. That's it, it, just the idea of like the white person that needs to jump into any situation and be like, I'm an expert on this. Let me tell you how it goes, black person. Right. You, you know what no- I think that is? Mm. Hey, correct a, me if I'm wrong from I, your perspective. I have uh-huh. a theory, but break it down. <laughs> oh no, go ahead. No, no, I'll let you go first. Uh, no, this is Black Lives Matter. I <laughs> Somebody, go. I will, I will still correct you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, my theory is that the uh, the white man has a god complex, so he's convinced that he's uh, he's got all the power. Uh, what is it? Not, not, um, yeah, omnipresent. Um- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, whatever God is, he's got the ability to decipher your ex- life experience and tell you about it. That's that's my theory. So God they can. so what We're you're not, saying is they yeah. can, they're connected to their history except when it's bad. So they're connected to like, oh, I'm fucking Galileo and this person and that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. all this intelligence from yeah, way back when, but I'll, I'm yeah. not the bad stuff. I'll tell you why Shaka Zulu lost that war. <laughs> <laughs> I th- <laughs> Sorry. I uh well Fuck, mine's similar but different, but I think yours is a smarter, deeper one. Because uh, I, I was going to say, I wonder, I wonder if it's kind of back to the, like, if you, if you only live you. in your own little... Back to what? We just okay. lost you for a second. Yeah, you chopped up. Oh, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. you're fine. All right. I, I wonder if it's back to the own little white world thing, where it's like... Now, in your experience, have white people chimed in on... Black experiences. Oh, or? absolutely. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then I've had. Mine's, uh, I remember telling bullshit, a, then. I, I was telling a story that happened to me in Ottawa, and I'm telling the story, and a white person's like telling me exa- like basically how to interpret my experience. Who was, and I'm like, no, With I understand a, what you're saying. I, yeah, a white person. I'm like, I understand how yeah. deliveries work, but what happened? And no, well, I know. And it's like you don't. You're uh, only uh, protecting yourself. I got it. I got it. Okay, so I I'm, I may not be full of shit. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I thought it was like a black experience that didn't involve white people. So this is this is maybe a a uh, from a white perspective what it might be too. Okay. Right. When you when you live in your own little white world, you go. I know. I know my I know white things better yeah. than anybody else because I'm white, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they see black people talk about uh, you know whatever black shit, they mm-hmm. go, okay, well they know about that. Then the second that they see a black person go, well, here's my experience with the white world. That's when they go, um, actually, mm-hmm. I know white people. I know the white world. This is what's actually happening. Yeah, but then so unless okay, go ahead. So wouldn't but wouldn't you say like <laughs> racism would be black shit? Like that's black world. And it's, it, it, it takes it takes two people to dance, bud. Yeah, but then they stand a racist mind. I get it, but then why you don't have racism without white people? <laughs> white people, you know what I mean? But white like like white people will jump into black world all the time and tell black well, people how shit should be. See, this is where I need you to tell me my theory is shit because that's what I'm I don't. I, to say. I don't think your theory is shit. I well, think it, I think it's a good. I think it's good perspective from white people. Like, I honestly think it's good. I think what's missing is that, like, what you said, I don't know if you said in this recording and the recording before, there, there are experiences that you wouldn't have that we have. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, like I think, like, the a white perspective would look at, like, say, a black barbershop, for example, and go, it's a, it's a bar. Okay, for Toni Morrison de- deals, dealt with this. So Toni Morrison was, talks about how she was in an interview and someone asked her to, when is she going to start writing about other characters other than stop writing about race. Mm. And she's like, well, ever like a lot of writers write about race. Uh, like Tolkien wrote about race. Mm. It's like, why is it when a black writer writes about this thing? It's like not a, it's not the real thing. It's like mm. you haven't like, she needs to prove herself and start yeah. writing about white people. Uh-huh. And it's like that, it's that idea of her world isn't legitimate until she starts doing the white thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, oh fuck. That's a. I, I I see the landmine field that you set out of. <laughs> I really don't want to go down that. Oh, I, 
because I, I don't think you're wrong. I think you. I think you have a good perspective. I think it's. I think it's a white dude's perspective, primarily. Well, I mean, that's all I got. That's all you have. Tr- that's yeah, why yeah. I don't think it's wrong. And I think it's. I think it is actually. I think it does mesh with mine. Mine just goes a little step further in terms of the black perspective. Yeah, I, I, and that, that's why I, whenever Black said his, I was like, I think that's. Uh, that's why I said I think it's smarter because I think that's di- that's taking account uh, white perspective and but see that's the thing I just you know what I think I think right now we just proved while trying to figure out white perspective in that thing I think I just proved that point weirdly enough <laughs> that with when you're tell me if I'm wrong okay mm-hmm. when you're oh white, I will. <laughs> I don't think he will because I'm well, about to be 100 well, percent like crazy and sucking your guys' dicks. <laughs> so I, I think I, I honestly think the biggest problem right now is and why that chiming in and the butt actually and even the shit that I just did uh, of going like ah maybe this. Uh, I think it's because. When when you're on the top of the heap, it's hard to look down. Yeah. Because you know how you're not supposed to look down and you fall or something. But yeah. when you're at the bottom of the heap and forced to, yeah. you naturally get a better. Uh, and again, this is a blanket statement, but I I I genuinely find people of oppressed classes more empathetic just because, you know, when you go through shit, it's like if if mm. someone else goes through like cancer or something, you build up a little bit of empathy there. And that's yeah. kind of what life is. That's why old people in general are more wise. It's because you have more points. You've been of there. Life to be empathetic. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that in general, uh, black, brown, whoever, uh, has more points of empathy. So you can dive into the white psyche better than white people can dive into yours. Mm. Standpoint theory. It's a feminist theory. It's like the people who are oppressed can see the oppressors. They can see uh, the, how the system works. Uh, I posted yeah, a video yeah. by by R two J and uh, and um, Zach De La Roche from uh, uh, from uh, Run the Jewels and Zach De La Roche, and it's a video that they make. I forget what the name of the song, but I love the song. And and it's basically talking about standpoint theory and how whiteness. It's a cop and a black guy, and they're fighting and they're wrestling. Right. And it's about how, uh, yeah, blackness can see the system for what it is. Whiteness can't. Mm. And it's standpoint theory. It's, it, it, we talked about in the, 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 the original recording of this, we talked about how, um, how w- w- black people are going to ha- – were the trigger for these protests. Right. But for yeah. it to continue, white people needed to get involved, which they have. Well, let me let me try to be positive and and do my whiteness and try to correct you just just to hold out some fucking hope in this world where you said white people can't see the system. I yeah. want to say it's just not that we can't. It's just that it's extremely hard because yes. if, if it's can't, then we really just we white people got to go. Well, mm. I, I, that's why I think these protests are great, because like like you said, I think like like it was a perfect time for white guilt. And I yeah. think that's what triggered action because you had no choice but to watch this. A man yeah. die. You had no choice. Yeah. But I think yeah. what's happening yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, I, I I'm just I'm I'm basically the, the choir that you're preaching to. I'm just going, Yeah, yeah praise. Yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> I, the both of you said this and I agreed with both of you, but I also yeah. feel that like 
what's happened is is why it's continued is because white people who were, were brought into action who can who are like oh yeah there's a problem are now being beaten up by the police in these protests or being attacked by the police in these protests right and i think why we're getting to this point where like you know we actually have like cities in different countries talking about defunding the police like this right. is a real fucking like when would this ever happen right this like yeah. This is from white people getting involved. This is white people going, oh, I'm a part of this. I, uh-huh. I got skin in the game. Where before, I don't think they thought they had skin in the game. Mm. I think they see themselves getting beaten up by the police as well. And it's like, oh, fuck, I got to do something. Oh, I don't think yeah. it's purely selfish. I just think that's what helped carry this protest farther. So in, in the previous recording, we, we did, we, it was actually, it, we brought this up earlier about how, are we talking motivation? Because it, it started like, um, no, I think people, I think the motivation was white guilt, like you said. White guilt, okay. Yeah, and, and but I think what's, what's continued to is yeah. white people realizing that oh shit, when these cops, when these punk cops are done with them, they're coming yeah, for us. They're coming. Okay. For, they're going to come for everybody. Right. It's just right. a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's just a it's just a matter of time when like because it's all about value on human life, right? And it's just as soon as you, our value is everyone else's value isn't shit. Hey. Everyone's going to be policed the same way. <laughs> I'm gonna. This one point I, I gotta make. Did we lose uh, Sam? Sam, are you there? No, I'm What's still it? here. You guys actually just made me really sad for some reason. Like, oh, oh I'm sorry. This? No, no, because like, if this is, if that's true, I, I was getting by by going like, this is everybody's white guilt. Mm. But if it truly is people going like, oh, they're gonna come after me, that just makes me sad. That like, is any empathy actually being learned right now? Absolutely. I think 100%. Right. I think the guilt, I think the lesson in the empathy is like, yes, you have to connect yourself to the protest, mm. but it's like what's happening is, I know it sounds like I'm being cynical, but I'm not. I'm saying what I believe, and this is only what I believe, is that they're seeing themselves connected to black people. They see themselves in the same struggle. And yeah, maybe it gotcha, took gotcha. seeing yeah. themselves being beaten up to go, oh, fuck, I'm in this too. To which go, is, oh, yeah. I'm I'm in this too. Which is why gotcha. it's, it, it's very. If you notice, there's a lot of uh, memes or messages on the internet. It's it's not black or white. It's good versus evil. It's right. uh, um, uh, oh my god, the police, not the police, but good versus evil, um, weak versus the strong, and yep. all, all kinds of things like that. Black, black people don't have the numbers to scare the Trump into a bunker. That's that's a right. whole bunch of motherfuckers doing Ex- that shit. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, I got to touch on what one point is um, uh, in the end, because uh, I, I heard this on another podcast. The word abolish the police keeps coming out, and mm-hmm. people are freaking out and thinking that, hey, we're trying to get rid of law enforcement. I, I want to talk about that with Dave. I, I, like, that's... I, no, I, no. I, I, the, the, only, the only thing I was going to say is oh. when we used abolish slavery... Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the, the only idea I was going to say is uh, replace... Like, when they said abolish slavery, the big concern is, well, who's going to do the work? And what came out of it was a more, quote-unquote, you know, humane system of, of labor. So I'm kind of hoping, like... What was the humane people, system of labor? No, I'm saying, like, well, better than slavery. Payment. Yeah, exactly. But one no, step... No, no, no. No, what they did was make slavery... They made white uh, people slaves, too. No, what but, they did... When slavery was abolished, they made slavery... The only people that could have slaves were prisons. And what did they do... We went from jolly, happy slaves, and then we became criminals. People got fucking like 900 fucking years for throwing a cigarette on the Interesting. ground. Interesting. Okay. 
Okay, so I, 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 jolly I, I, happy slaves. Yeah, they, slaves were jolly happy, lazy, and whatever. But, and then as soon as they fucking criminalized slavery, as soon as they made it prisons okay. can have slaves, fucking that was I when got, they flipped that switch. Yeah, okay, no, people are getting lost. Okay, all I'm trying to say is the, people are getting lost on the word abolish, but the idea is replace. Whatever we use for law enforcement, whatever we need to do to establish law enforcement with something better than what we have now. That's all I'm trying to say. Because right now, these what? cops are just proving themselves as being thugs who, uh, when the cameras are off, they'll, you know, beat the shit out of you and when they know they can get away with it. Can we have something what? that's better than what we got now? Yeah. I, the yeah. shit that Black's doing right now is the, the thing that makes me go, like, man, like, I'm so glad I'm white. Like, I'm fucking, I'm full of rage, and I have everything going for me. And, like, Black, you're, you're, like, the sweetest man in the world that you keep just, like, you keep feeling like you gotta, like, clarify this shit and, like, make it all political. It's like, motherfucker, let, like, this is a white person problem. Like, that's the thing that frustrates me. It's like, I think black people should be done with this. It should be like, all right, we're going to go start fires and you guys fucking fix it. And once you fix it, we're done. Yeah, but, like, we, but, like again, we don't have the numbers and we live in your world and we got to keep jobs and we got to. I know, man. Yeah, it's like. It, it's just like. B, like, B is the man. anchor in this podcast. If I, if B wasn't here, I'd be wilding out. But B is here because be B right. has a foot in reality. That, uh, yeah. Wow, wait, I, I never saw it that way. What the fuck? I well, I mean, I was... I'm a comedian. I don't have a job. I'm not tied to, like, uh, a boss. And so B has B, B also has hope for white people, and I <laughs> lost all of it. I think, you know what? Now that Jesus I'm thinking about Christ. it, it might just be privilege of, like, less melanin. Like, have you noticed? Like, mm. I think I'm more rage-filled than Gavin, mm. and then Gavin's more rage-filled than black, and it, mm. that's just a gradient of skin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dirty guy in here. Is that what that is? I think I think B has 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 the amount of rage, but I think B knows how to like kind of just push it down because there's like religion uh, yeah. in there, and yeah. you and I'll I don't have that. religion, right? So uh, I'll take that. <laughs> we don't have that. This you is, know, this well, an insightful conversation. <laughs> B's learned to push it, push it, push it down, push, push it, down. it down. Hey man, I like that. Oh man, fuck! You guys compared me to that black dude in Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Sam! All right. Well, I know people on SNL. We can. No, no, no. The only point is, yeah, no. He's just a black dude who's uh, who's gone for a lot of bullshit, and he's all positive about it. Yeah, I just take it one day at a time. What? <laughs> Burn what, something I mean, what down, else can you do? Like, what else can you do? Like, like, yeah. like, I, 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 I want to talk with this about Dave, but like, I see posting and like. <laughs> having hope in in a future is what you have to have and like i mean oh yeah most definitely and yeah. and like like even like when i said you f uh how white people got into this because they saw themselves it, sam you got depressed because you thought like oh well do white people have empathy it's like, yeah they do mm -hmm. it's just they don't see themselves like it's this system is fucking all of us hey, it is man. fucking all of us we're all Preach fucked preacher. in it mm -hmm. and it's just like it's hard to see outside of it mm -hmm. it really I is just I, I honestly am just worried that it's I know I know it's all baby steps and it's a continually growing thing and individual thing like I get it I mean I've, I've had my own personal journey that's going to continue what I'm worried about though is that again I hate to keep shitting on like eating my own but like I'm worried that other white liberals are not taking real uh what is it, real account of their own feelings and actions. 
it's it's all you, you know how corporations right now are yeah. just like branding like yeah. the pepsi fucking commercial i feel yeah. like We're, white liberal individuals are doing that they're bra- they're conveniently branding themselves as woke that's the, before they've uh, actually done the, the work it's neoliberalism right like the, the the market will solve all problems and it's the same thing it's like well this is what you're supposed to do i get it yeah, it's always going to be that like it, it, it just, it's like it the century that it's not gonna it's not gonna break the system because that, that's that's really what's required is the system needs to break and you, the system is made up as individuals and if individuals just like an anthill if individuals aren't fucking uh changing their their paths it's just gonna go like you know how ants follow this chemical signal yeah unless unless others start laying down chemical signals and changing the path they'll find it again and it goes right back to it and i think that's what happened I was talking to my dad about this. My dad's really fucking old and he lived through the sixties and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really disappointed that it feels so much like the sixties. Not to say wow. that we haven't progressed, but he's saying it just like my dad grew up in Arkansas. He mm-hmm. drank out of different fucking fountains. Like it's, Oh wow. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he's saying like, yeah, things have, th- some things have gotten better. Like I'm not gonna, he, he's, he's not denying that. I, I mean, I married my fucking wife legally, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he's he's saying like the the feeling of uh, just like that dour like what the fuck is going on like we thought we we changed it enough and it's like no it feels like it's backsliding I feel like yeah. I, I'm already I'm I have I have this uh, thing in my head that I live like twenty years in the future uh, maybe it's a thing of being a like progressive uh, like philosophical person but I try to live twenty years in the future and I see even fifty years it backsliding to another thing that didn't get fixed because everybody went like patting themselves on the back of like, Hey, we fixed policing. Now right. we'll just keep right. dragging this, you know, 400 years out to 450 years. Well, I mean, like honestly, segregation just went underground, right? Like it, yep. it didn't like well, yeah, on the books, go. it's yeah. illegal. But I mean, like, like you talk about Joe Biden, Joe Biden was Red forced tape. for segregation busing. Like it's mm-hmm. like segregation is still a thing. It's just you know not on the books. Well, Things it's, haven't it's changed that much. Mm. It, it's not as bad as it was, but it's mm. still it's like so incremental to change. Like and 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 also you have to think about like the major shift from the sixties to now. like what's the biggest thing that happened for black people was civil rights movement since then, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. I mean, Obama? pardon. Obama? Obama didn't do much for black people, though. Hey, hey, man. Okay, that's going to start a fight, man. What did he do for black people? All right, okay. BLM started fucking during Obama's term. There's a reason for that. Right. I I, I meant to say the Black Panther movie. Oh. Well, yeah, we got the Black Panther movie. (laughs) Right, sorry. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Obama Obama was great symbolism. I'll give you that. He was great symbolism for black people, but he was it was impotent in what he did. He didn't do anything. Uh, Yeah. He uh uh, dude prison uh, BLM started during Obama's administration, and Uh, there's a reason for that. During the Mike Brown, during the uh, uh, after the during the Mike Brown, you know. what do you call Protest it? riots. Protest riots. And Ferguson. He sent, yeah, Ferguson. He sent Eric Holder to uh, St. Louis, and they, they wrote that report, and it, and it gave, like, a better understanding of of law enforcement. I mean, he didn't, I don't know, he couldn't follow up. He didn't follow up or whatever, but there was enough 
information in there to give you a, a start on how we can reform like what's wrong with this police force like well they did they did that and they did a study in Minneapolis right uh-huh. and they did that reforming in Minneapolis uh-huh. and look where we are now I, look okay I'm just saying Obama did the best with what he had that's what I'm trying to give him um hey, r- best real quick. what we could do what what's, uh, what's uh what happened in Minneapolis uh, they they did police reform in Minneapolis, and then you know that's where uh, 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 George Floyd was murdered. Jesus Christ! I was trying to be funny, and you just brought this. Oh, sorry. That was trying to be funny. <laughs> I was. I mean, I was trying to play real stupid after we've talked no, sorry. about <laughs> deep issues. It was sorry. like that was sorry. too dry, man. That I, was I guess like, sensitive ugh. around you know Obama. They do shit for black people. I, he didn't though. I am. Uh, I am sitting here and telling you he did not uh, do I mean, anything for black people. That's a I think problem. he was a great think, symbol, but I don't think he did anything. <laughs> black people were in the same hey. position they are in from before hey. Obama and before that and before that and before that and this is when sam walks into the barbershop hey buddy <laughs> and what's well, I, th- I think i've been sitting quietly in the corner and i'm watching gavin get kicked out i, I don't think i, I don't hey, know but gavin's I, not I'm, the only people who took uh black person who thinks like that obama you know? obama uh, uh deported more people than trump obama yeah, drone yeah. striked more than trump i i think he, i think he did think his with, job I'm not. I'm not agreeing it. I'm saying, yo, the United States. What I'm saying is, he works for a shitty organization. He works for fucking. Uh, he's Dark Vader. <laughs> Darth Obama's, Vader. Obama's Dark Vader. He. he I mean, he like, was he, good at it. He was good. At, he was good at the job. I'll uh, give you that. He was uh, good at the job. He was a good. He was a good leader of a white supremacist country. I'll give you that. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> See, I gotta, agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, B. I didn't mean to get so uh, militant on you like that. But. <laughs> I, uh, I I want to I want to say I know I know the subtext of this whole thing that just happened with Obama, and I want you guys to know I love you too because <laughs> if you didn't trust me as a white person, there's no fucking way you would have talked like this. Well, you were in, in Chicago too, right? So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yes, absolutely. I will defend Obama in front of white people. Like you wouldn't fucking believe. <laughs> oh yeah, every yeah. fucking I, time. That's what I recognize that right away. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm, le- I'm. I got in through the. Yeah, back yeah. You door. heard. <laughs> you heard the, the the behind the scenes behind the curtains because if it, if you were like another type of white person, like I'd be like, up, Go fuck oh yeah, he's right. <laughs> and, and and on that, I really think Obama was one of the best presidents that 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 they've had. I think it, Carter was a good one. Too too but like it's me but yeah i think obama was a really good president i mm. for what it was i think he's way better than what you got now oh fuck yeah that I dude mean, does that, not know that how to do disgrace. that job grace holy shit that yeah he is <laughs> yeah but i think i think but he's i think that's yeah. that's the biggest problem is that he's compared to before and after when really mm. if you look at it yeah but that but that's the hard that's the hard thing with obama's presidency uh like Especially as a white guy, like you can't criticize it because he's the one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's the once only there's one. Ten, then you can be like, all right, he wasn't that good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But like being the only black guy, it's like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he did the best he could at being the only black guy in fucking two hundred years. He like for a Democrat, uh, it, it, comparatively with Democrats, he's one of the best. Like, with, with he also Democrats killed a lot pick. of people. Pardon? He, he did. also he, killed a lot. Of I, people. I, yeah, so like, I agree with you, one hundred percent. But it turns out, like he's better than fucking the Clintons. That's for sure. I agree. There's yeah. no I mean, way. Like the Clintons are terrible. 
I'm a JFK man myself, but uh, see? legally required as an Irishman. Yeah, my yeah, JFK. My mom has a pit bone to pick because during that time, you guys performed a coup on her country. So, oh shit! <laughs> hey, listen, that's just, now, now we're not even talking about race. We're talking about what the fuck America does. No offense, to America. I'm not against America. I, I I do come out and say fuck that that country's fucked up. No offense to your country. I know it's your country. It's just you know what I mean. You guys are tough, hey, man. Hey, listen when 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 you're winning, you got no time for losing. <laughs> that's America. The, that's the fuck America yeah. motto right there. I mean that's yeah that's that's the poison that's infected really the world. Yeah, that's that's the other thing I talked to my mom because my mom and my parents are, are very like Canadian and that oh America America America's this and I'm like uh. those are people who are like. A lot of them are getting their information that is controlled by state. Like it's a lot of state information. Like Fox is a state, a state, uh, a, a government kind of uh, a news organization. Like they're just telling it's you propaganda state, shit. It's, yep. it's party. Yeah, and, and 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 I'm like, there's a lot of people who like, and, and to lack of a better word, because I don't want to insult people, but there's a lot of people with brainworms who are being controlled by a system that's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We most of you are poor and shitty yep. and but this country is for the 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 two percent or the one percent and right. the rest of you can go fuck yourself. But we'll let you defend us. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> not not to uh not to suck Canada's dick, but I'll tell you <laughs> one thing I get mad about up here is I'm not. I I, I I like the fact that people up here go like, hey, we you know we got our we got our problems up here. But whenever I hear people say up here we're just as bad as America, mm-hmm. just f- fuck being an American. Yeah. Simply being an immigrant that it's insulting yep. to me to go like you mm. fucking ass. Like, how about you deal with your own problems and not compare it from the place that I've one hundred percent left to get away from i had a white dude do that to me i had a white dude tell me how first well because everyone's uh like we had doug ford say that we don't have systemic racism and then a white dude's Uh like on facebook talking about we don't we don't have slavery and like yeah we did holy shit well what's not as bad as the states it's like well what does that mean Uh why do we have to be as bad as the states why is that the measurement Uh yeah yeah why can't it be your own thing to fucking fix thank you preach preach Exactly. And 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 the thing is, like, when you compare, there's two things that happen. When you compare, you either hyperbolize it and you lose people who are looking at it objectively and go, well, I don't have to pay attention to that. Or yeah. on the other side, you lose uh, or you say it's just as bad as that. And then, you, wait, I already lost my thought, but I was making a good point. <laughs> hey, you guys know where I was going with I, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I do. Hey, Canada has you, the, you, yeah, I was going to yeah. Canada has an opportunity to show the world how it's done. Like, if they focused on the problems they have with uh, uh, First Nation folks, at, like recon- uh, re- reconciliation. Yeah, reconciliation. Figure that out. Work that mm-hmm. out. They, they're in a position to teach the rest of the world this is how it's done. Nope, but instead they'd rather spend their time pointing fingers at Americans. If not Americans, the Germans. If not the Germans, then uh, whoever the fuck doesn't have their shit together. The simple fact that fucking anybody recognizes that you guys have a problem with your natives up here is mm. way different than America. Like, you guys, like, like I can't tell. Like, I'm, I'm even from, in Kansas, is, like, near Oklahoma. Like, I grew up, one of my uh, better childhood friends was, uh, I don't know what tribe he's from, but he's native. Mm. And, like, 
I grew I I grew up in the prairie around Native Americans, and yet none of that shit was talked about, and it's not on a national level at all, oh. unless maybe there's a pipeline, maybe. But up mm. here, just being up here, like fucking on CBC, they have like every Sunday something dedicated to like just I don't know Native music or culture or whatever. Just mm. that simple line right. lets me know it's it's way different up here, it, and quite frankly better i'm not saying it's where well i think i'm not even saying it's something to like be proud of i'm saying it's something to not compare to america yeah but you're also looking at like like i agree with you but there is like that neoliberalism aspect of it where it's like you know that yeah we have native stuff on it but that's what the market demands sure but the point i'm saying is like like we're up here in Canada, we're up to the neoliberal problem. Yeah. In America, I think we're still back in like the 1850s. <laughs> well, I always say like, this. They don't a, even. They don't even exist. Like, yeah. The, I, like, there's an attitude with Americans where you're like Davy Crockett, kind of like. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. you guys have that. Like uh, you have myth, mythological people as your like, as as your forebearers. So you have that fucking attitude of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> John, Do or die kind of shit. And John Wayne. So yeah, and, and so like, you know, yeah, fucking we wiped them all out, but that's what you fucking do, man. It's like, <laughs> so, oof, oof, oof. Well, but that's, that's the insidious thing. If we're going to talk about native issues real quick, that's the insidious thing that's different between Canada and uh, America is up here, it's a systemic problem mm-hmm. because the the mounties went in first cleared everybody out mm. fought their wars massacred everybody and mm. then the civilians moved in mm. whereas like down in america just the civilians did it yeah like oh, it wow. was just it was just pioneer just like me and you if we decided to immigrate and they're like all right we'll go out there and oh, uh, wow. you know you're probably going to have to kill some fucking yeah natives uh, and yeah. then you go all right and so it's just a fucking civilian war of vigilantes. Go. That's the whole cowboys versus Indians. Is like yeah. nobody ever yeah. thinks about that. That's ranchers just vigilante killing people and taking their land. That's a huge difference. That's not even systemic. That's just built into the DNA of America. That's just going like, yep, they don't belong here at all. Yeah, just but, wipe them all out. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I I think we went longer than I planned to. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do this one, but yeah, this was a great we'll conversation. Out, we'll figure Pardon? Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it was a great con. Sam, thanks for doing the podcast. I mean, no uh, problem. I, I, I'm I, glad. We, sorry, go I'm ahead. Glad we ended. I was gonna say I'm glad we ended on me uh, talking about genocide. That's, <laughs> a, I, that's what, what I was mean? gonna say. I'm like, fuck. That's are we comics or what? What the fuck? <laughs> that's how we ended. That's how we end a lot of these episodes talking about genocide. It's like, and you know, genocide. Check out my show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, thanks, guys. I'm gonna stop you here. Hey, that was uh, that was our episode of uh, this week's Uncolonized with Sam Norton. You can check him out on Facebook and on Twitter. I think he's on Twitter at Sam Norton. I'm not sure. <laughs> Horrible. You can check us out on Twitter at uh, Uncolonized Pod and uh, on Instagram at Uncolonized Pod and on Facebook at Uncolonized Podcast. Join the conversation. You can also follow us on Patreon. Become a patron. $5 a month. You get an extra bonus episode, which we like to call The After Party. This week we are talking about uh, uh, racism again, but we're also talking about uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, 846 special that dropped on Friday. And $5 a month, you can get that uh, at patreon.com forward slash the uncolonized.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.